This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. was taken from the video I saw Trifula trees, which Nico, Freya, Oliver, and Shannon made on Cortez Island. The Office of a Youth Filmmaking Initiative with international reach is in Manson's Hall on Cortez Island. In the second of a series of programs about real youth, Mark Vonish and Erica Korn tell the story of how this initiative came into being. I think I'm most drawn to the work because I see the impact. Filmmaking and storytelling is a beautiful thing, but really about like providing a program to young people and to communities that leaves them stronger, more resilient, no matter what career they take. Each film is so unique and has such a different flavor. There's something immersive and deep and personal about the resulting films that draws us to doing them again and again because they are so illuminating and the young people are so proud of what they do. Yeah, I'd say probably you know, 10, 15% of youth that do our programs end up pursuing film as a career or, or going in that direction. We want all the youth who, who come in our programs to walk away with skills that are going to serve them no matter what career they end up choosing. If you're somebody who has storytelling skills, that's useful for you in all fields that you work in. If you can speak up about something you care about and, and you can do it in a compelling way, you're going to be able to convince your dad to let you use his truck. You're going to be able to convince your, your boss to give you a, a raise. These are skills that are useful no matter what you end up doing to be leaders as teenagers and not having to wait until they've graduated or they're adults. They can make a difference now. And supporting their abilities, that's what really drives me in doing the work. So tell me the story about how real youth came into being I tree-planted between university semesters. One of the summers, we were in a dusty town in Saskatchewan. It was a pawn shop, and I spent $300 and bought an old Hi8 video camera and started filming tree-planting culture. And spent three or four years with that camera, mostly just filming and recording stuff. Tree-planting is kind of an interesting subculture of people that are living out in the bush and working really hard. Lots of beauty to to film, and, and that's what initially got me into it. And I finished my business degree and much to the chagrin of my parents, taught myself how to edit and made a little documentary about tree planting and what was happening with BC's forests at the time. At the same time, started volunteering with a youth arts empowerment organization called Power of Hope. Took a bunch of their facilitation trainings and worked with them for a few years, including coming up to Cortez for the first time and facilitating the Power Folk Summer Camp on Linnea Farm. I did that for a couple of years. And during those years from when I first bought the Mac and started volunteering with youth organizations, I started experimenting with making films with young people in short periods of time, starting with like an hour. We're making a film without a lot of direction. Here's the equipment. Go for it. And it was a lot of like, you know, People without direction or framework start shooting each other. And there's like, how do you make fake blood? There's a, it's kind of a funny default that people will go to if, they, if there isn't direction. So I knew the filmmaking process was a powerful thing because you plan something, you shoot it, you edit, you present it back to your community and you get feedback and like feels good, can use film to 
address issues that you care about. So started experimenting with having young people identify issues that they care about as a theme, get into small groups, and then work with them to, to plan, shoot, and edit short films. Then in 2003, I wrote a bunch of grants in Vancouver, sort of over-promised on them, said we do a lot with very little money, got basically every grant I wrote, and that was sort of the birth of real youth. Erica Kern, who lives on the island here as well, joined us at that point. Mark was my boyfriend back then, and he had told me about this project he wanted to do with young people, but kept spending his summers tree planting. I really encouraged him to, if he wanted to do it, to make a commitment not to tree plant and to do it as if his work depended on it. In the meantime, I went away uh, for a little bit to do some work and I came home and he had written some grants and he had gotten all of them and was suddenly quite overwhelmed with how much he had bitten off. I asked him if he needed a bit of help and I've been full-time ever since. We would make plasticine and color it like on the stove the night or two nights before our programs we'd make these big vats and we'd be coloring them and when we first uh, did our programs they were three-dimensional but they wouldn't really hold their form so they would slowly sort of fall over as the filming went on and I fell in love with the process seeing the young people light up around their creations and the final results, their voices come forward more and their confidence come forward more. And we expanded our programming um, to include filmmaking. The, the first set of grants that we got was to do 25 claymation workshops in Vancouver with different community centres and, and youth groups. Um, but before that, the Power of Hope uh, weekend camp. I made a bunch of Play-Doh without any colors on it. I had some basic understanding of animation that I passed on to the youth and they made films. It was a lot of blobs eating blobs. You can imagine sort of like using Play-Doh and trying to do 3D animation. It all sort of like sinking slowly down. And that was fun. It was like interesting. How do we, how do we use filmmaking to create something that has an impact in the world that audiences see? And they're like, whoa, a 12-year-old made this. They care about the environment. They care about social justice. They, ca they care about these issues. And having the youth make something that that they feel like they're taking a leadership role in. So when we got those first set of grants, it was all about youth identifying issues that they care about, planning a short animation, shooting it, and then a, f a film festival happening a few weeks later. At that point, it already had the connection to Cortez through the Power of Hope Arts Camp and friends that I'd met in that scene that had connections here. And I spent my first winter here 2003. You, you can't call yourself a Cartesian until you've at least spent a winter here. So when I lived here for that winter in 2003, I volunteered at Linnea Farm with their senior class. We made a bunch of films, which I've just dug up here. I, I, I want to release these again. There's some pretty fu funny stuff. This is one of the funny ones is Chickenzilla, where the issue that they chose was drugs and peer pressure. The film ended up being a chicken who like consumes some sort of narcotic ends up growing to like Godzilla size and 
and eating one of the participants in the program. There's a whole bunch of films from back then that would feature a lot of Cortesians that are now like in their, you know, 30s, late 30s that I'm going to release again. Within the first couple of years, we wrote a BC Arts Council grant that we did a, a video project with and just kind of slowly started doing more stuff here and eventually moved here full time, bought land here. In 2008, we sort of built this nonprofit project over the last 16 years. And we now have a staff of, of five people, four of which are Cortesian and uh, with contractor staff in, in Vancouver and other places across Canada. Uh, a lot of you will know Zoe Miles, who's been with us for 11 or 12 years. She lives in Vancouver right now, but she's still a Cortesian. Her parents live here and she grew up here. And Zane Burgess, we hired him from Montreal. He's been here for two years and loves the island. And Erica Kern, who's been with Real You since the very beginning. We've made 2,500 films since we started, and we have a touring film festival that tours across Canada, and have, have made it sort of my, li- my livelihood. Just feel lucky to be able to have an office here on Cortez and, and run it from here. But most of our work happens off Cortez. We do a lot of work in, in Northwest Territories, in Nunavut, Ontario, Saskatchewan. We've worked in every province. Uh, and we've also done two projects in Nepal, Morocco, India, and Vietnam. You've been listening to interviews with Mark Vonish and Erica Korn about the origins of real youth. We're going to close this episode with the audio from another one of those first claymation films, Stand Your Ground by Amber George. that sound is. Ah! Go away! Go away! Grr. Here's some advice when you meet a black bear. You stand your ground or you back up slowly to a big rock. Climb on the big rock and make some loud noise. Make yourself look big. If you try to run away from the bear, the bear will go after you. <laughs>